Welcome, this is Steve Gretsch with a different drummer. I have um, a section of scripture in 2 Peter 1, 5 through 11, and I just loved the 2 Peter chapter 1 so great. Um, I don't really know what to call this. It's, um, it's I'm calling it God's God promises multiple promises, which is kind of strange, but anyways, here it goes. Uh, this is the, the verses I'm going to read to you. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and with knowledge self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to make your calling and election sure. For if you practice these things, you will never fail. For in this way there will be I'm sorry, for in this way there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, well, I, 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 again, I love that when I was taking the, uh, the schooling that I did some time ago, um, I just, I just love this first, or this first chapter of Second Peter. It just always kind of, um, um, it just kind of resonated with me. And um, what I see here are three promises, actually. That's why I'm calling it the multiple promise promises. And the first one is that um, that we, um, as believers, will be effective in the knowledge of Christ. The knowledge of Christ reminds me of the trusting in Christ in one of my earlier podcasts I was referring to, that we can trust him because we have a knowledge of him. And we, we are basically knowing Christ. And because we know Christ, we know who he is, his character, what he's like, and what, what he's done, what, remember what he's done. And we, um, we know what he's going to do. And so we are effective in the knowledge of him. And um, this, is, uh, this, is a, this is a now type of promise. Um, uh, and I'll get to that in a bit here. So also I make my calling and election sure. That's a now promise uh, for this life. This life basically is what I'm getting at. And then the uh, we will. Ne uh, it says that we'll never fail or stumble. Um, that reminds me of Psalm one, where blessed is the man. Um, that that is a good indication of a man who uh, the blessed man is the man who doesn't walk or sit or stand with scoffers and those who are, um, uh, those are evildoers. And so we avoid those people. Um, we don't, we don't, um, maybe we, sh maybe I shouldn't say we, we avoid them, but we, um, we don't, uh, make that part of our lives, what they're doing and they're the wicked people anyways. So, um, and the third promise, uh, actually that's, I said three, and it looks like there's four here, actually. And then we'll we'll receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom. This is future. This is the 
heavenly promise. This is what we all, as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, um, look forward to. And so God promises here, um, there's earthly promises and there's, there's that eternal heavenly promise. And so what does it say to, it says that we are to add to our faith. Um, this is, this is, and I kind of want to talk for a moment about uh, justification versus sanctification. Justification is when we repent of our sin, put our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, believe that he is the one that was sent. And um, um, it's a, that is at that moment that is when we are justified when we uh when we trust him as savior and then after that point is the um the rest of your life basically called sanctification and when um when i am sanct sanctified and working on uh doing some of the things that god has planned for me to do and this this is called sanctification um, and so there are seven, there are seven qualities, characteristics that we add, and their virtue, and knowledge, and self-control, and steadfastness, and godliness, and brotherly affection, and love. So the question is, is how do we? I mean, I, I think a decent question would be, how do we add these? What, what do we, what do we do? Is there something we do? Is this something God does? Um, or is this? Uh, you know, I think that's a, a, a decent question. Uh, in Acts 2.42, it says, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and, de and fellowship, and to the breaking of bread, and to prayers. Um, by being around um, other believers, uh, devoting yourself to Scripture, the apostles' teaching is Scripture, um, to the teaching of this Scripture, the fellowship of the with the believers and to the breaking of bread and praying. Um, uh, when we do these things, it's um, God does a work and he adds these, uh, these virtues that we need. He does, you know, it, the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, what was it that it said where one plants and the other uh, might water, but God makes it grow. So um, we can, um, we can we can do that as our part is to be involved with the body the church and to um to understand what the apostles taught which is scripture we delight in scripture um and to the to the prayer and the breaking of bread this is this is something that we that we can do and that's the um and that will um and God does the rest. I mean, he, it's basically a, uh, it's a grace thing that he does. Uh, and in, in this time when we are, um, um, as far as Acts 2.42 is concerned, we, we support each other. Romans 1.12 says, um, that is that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. Um, so we do this, we kind of do this together isn't that's just kind of a it's it's a thing that we do together and we we bear one another's burdens and we we share life uh to some extent together it's everything's different um so the the growth this is you know it's growth these uh these virtues and we and it increases um 
it should be an increasing thing. So the growth is a normal part of sanctification. Once again, we're justified. We can do nothing. We do nothing to justify God. It's a work of God. And then the sanctification is, um, is, is our part. So when, when we see things that we are to do, like uh, the book of James will often talk about things that we are to do. This is part of sanctification. So the, um, in 2 Thessalonians 1, 3, it says, We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, as it is right, because your faith is growing abundantly, and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. This is, um, this is kind of the expectation. It, it's, like, um, it's like a baby. When a baby is born, it doesn't stay an infant. It grows. It grows. Um, you wouldn't come back to a, an infant five years later and still find it an infant. You would find it a five-year-old child, small child. And so um, that's a natural part of, of the life thing here, that, uh, that, that the child would grow. And as, we, um, as we're in the fellowship and praying and um, being taught the Word of God, these things happen. And... It's, it's a natural part of things. In First in Peter 2, 2, it says, like newborn infants, long for the spiritual, pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up to salvation. So it's a growing process. Uh, somewhere else it says that outwardly, outwardly, we are wasting away day by day, but inward we're being renewed. And this renewing takes place when we are in Scripture, we're taking part of the fellowship like acts 242 says so we're being renewed day by day our bodies are not being renewed but our minds our our minds are being renewed so um and then also it says you know i mean you know there's a section here that talks about forgetting um forget what you look and like and these uh but we uh we don't forget so let's not you know, I don't want to be, I don't, personally, I don't want to be one that forgets what I look like. And I think that's what it was saying here, but talking about looking in the mirror and, and nearsighted and is blind has forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. So this is a, this is, um, this is such a great part of scripture. And I really, I really love this second Peter chapter one. So again, for, uh, again, here we have the three parts it's kind of a path that we are on. The Lord, the Lord changes us. He draws us to Himself. He changes our hearts from stone to flesh, and then He grants us repentance. That's all biblical, and he, and we become justified when we repent and believe, and um, and then this life is a path of sanctification and growing in our faith. It's it's really it's really amazing. And then at the other end, when it when we breathe our last and or get raptured up. Um, that's glorification. So the, the three parts of our path is, is set. We already know that. And the other thing is in that, in that section of scripture, which is really cool, he cleanses us um, from our former sins. In 1 John chapter 1, 7, it says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So, um, I think I had a note here. I'm going to quick take a look at that. Um, hold on here. Oh, in Jude 24, it says, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling 
and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless and with great joy. Um, oh, the part of the promise, I think I may have may have missed that, the stumbling um, that you will never, uh, like, sorry about that, you will never stumble, never fall. That's the, oh, that's the Psalm 1 where we were discussing the, the man who stands and sits and walks in the, um, with the unrighteous and with the fool. Um, so, um, Psalm, uh, so Jude 24 tells us that we will never stumble. And so anyways, this is Steve Gretsch with, uh, with a different drummer. Hope you're having a great day. And, um, thanks for tuning in and we'll just talk to you again. Take care.